Grieve, love, heal. You can't do them alone. We all lose people we love, so let's talk about it. I'm Angela Melvin. My mother died when I was 10 years old, and that's why I started Valerie's House. It's a safe place in Southwest Florida for children who've lost someone they love. Join us as we explore how to grieve, love, and heal together. Welcome to the Grieve, Love, Heal podcast. I'm April Riley. I'm the communications coordinator at Valerie's House. Um, I have the pleasure of speaking with Allie O'Brien today. She's the assistant director of group support at Valerie's House. And Sierra Ritchie, uh, you are a FGCU student, volunteer at Valerie's House, and also a new member of our young adult program. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for having us. What we're actually talking about today is the young adult program. Um, and that's our newest program. It's geared towards young adults, 18 to 25. And Allie is the leader of this program. So Allie, why don't you give us a little bit of a backstory on the young adult program, if you can. Okay. So um, I myself am a young adult. And um, and like, we, like April said, I've been working at Valerie's house as well. But I noticed that the families that we started to enroll had siblings who were older than what our program offered. Um, so to put a young adult ages 18 to 25 out of high school into a teens group, which is our oldest group, um, wouldn't have been that appropriate. We're going through very different situations in life. We're not in high school anymore. Um, we might be in college or graduated or anything. So I felt that there needed to be a separate group for young adults. Um, I also thought that, you know, we're in between or kind of really near two major colleges, Florida Gulf Coast University and um, Florida Southwestern. And so I said, there's a huge pool of young adults there um, that could use our service. Absolutely. And Sierra, how did you get started at Valerie's house? Yeah, so at Valerie's house, I actually have a professor that worked with the Uncommon Friends Foundation who um, often partners with Valerie's house. And I was looking on their website and read about it. And instantly I was like, this is what I needed. Um, given the loss I've gone through, I looked at Valerie's house as an opportunity that I haven't seen anywhere else. And as soon as I reached out to Allie and, and um, Angela, I instantly knew that this is where I wanted to be and that they had opportunities for me to help others get through what I've gone through. And did you want to share anything about you know, your particular loss? Sure. So in March of 2019, um, uh, we got that knock on the door that nobody ever wants. And my brother, who was 26 years old at the time, he had been in a car accident. And we went to the hospital. We found out he had lost his life. Um, he had a seizure behind the wheel and um, crashed his truck. And it, it shook me because I, it was just me and him as siblings and my parents um it kind of takes you to a place that you never thought you'd see your parents where you never thought you'd see yourself and you start questioning priorities and life and everything and then so as i was dealing with that loss a few months later in october um a very close family friend of mine that i lived with for right next to in pennsylvania for 15 years he took his own life um so it was like losing a second brother and since then, I've, um, I've really used Valerie's house to kind of deal with my own losses and um, use these losses to help others. 
And so, you know, as a college student, are you, are you away from home right now? Yeah, so I'm actually three hours from home. Um, I, my family lives on the east coast of Florida. So when I first had the loss, I was home a lot. And I was going home as much as I possibly could. But I had to get back into my routine of school and work because I knew that that's what my brother would have wanted me to do. Yes, I had my friends. But I didn't have anyone that experienced the loss like I did. So when I found Valerie's house, it was like, a brand new family just opening their arms to me. I always refer to them as my West Coast family. If I get there, the first person I see will give me a hug. And I think that that's really important for young adults to know because you're at that time in your life where you do move away from home, especially those, um, like Ali said, at FSW or FGCU. You don't have people kind of understanding what you're going through, but that's what Valerie's House does, is it gives you connections to these people that have felt the feelings you felt. And I know that you've been a volunteer with Valerie's House, but like Ali said, you're kind of in that age group, maybe that just didn't, you know, there wasn't a group for you. So you can volunteer, but maybe there just wasn't that spot where you could connect with others your own age that have been through something similar. Yeah, I definitely um, would find myself trying to relate, especially to my teens group, but there is that difference in challenges and in that part of life that you're in that I think through this young adult group, I'm really, um, I'm kind of excited to connect with them and see, um, like relate to myself and my experiences to what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Is there anything in particular that as a young adult, your your the challenges that come up day to day that that have to do with your grief yeah so i think that these ages 18 to 25 i you have friends you have people in your life that you see in class or at work that are you know going out every night they're still in that partying kind of phase you also have those that are growing up they're getting engaged they're they're having children and i feel like with my loss, it, it took me a step back. What's important in life? Like, I don't, I don't have that desire anymore to like stay in town for the weekend. I'm going to spend it with my family. I appreciate things. I think more now that I've experienced what it's like to live without someone so important to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that people in my life um, find it difficult to grasp just because they haven't. And like, I'll admit before my loss, like, I don't think I would have understood either. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's one of the most important things about the young adult program is being with other people your age that maybe do understand what you're going through and they, you might be able to connect with them on that level as well. Um, is there any other students or people your age that you know outside of maybe Valerie's house that you know have had a, a loss or a similar loss to yours? Yeah, so I think that something that Valerie's House has definitely taught me is to not be ashamed of your loss and that it's okay to share that and to talk about your loss in an explanation of why you are the way you are now. Um, I know that through my loss, I have created conversations that I would have never gotten into with people that I wouldn't have thought to, um, that would kind of open up to me about these things. For example, last year I was... Um, just last semester, I was in a group project and I was talking about how hard it is for me to concentrate. And I opened up about my loss and about how I was going home when we had a big project due. 
and um, two other of the group members then opened up to me about losses of siblings that they have gone through also within the last year. And it was these kids that I sit next to in class every day and having them open up to me about that. I was like, see, that's, that's what Valerie's house and this young adult group does is gives kids that keep that in and can't tell people they talk to every day, a place to come talk about it. And like, it's a part of me now. It's a part of them. It's a part of anybody who experiences this. And I think that it's important to embrace that and not feel ashamed or that you have to hide it to, because it makes other people sad. Mm -hmm. And I think by you being open and talking about it, you're giving someone else the opportunity to talk about it as well, because maybe they, maybe they hold it back too, but seeing someone else being so open really kind of encourages others to be um, more transparent with their own stories. Exactly. And I've definitely noticed, especially through my volunteering, that there are stigmas around death. There are stigmas around how your person passes away. Um, and experiencing the loss of someone um, from suicide has really opened me up to that as well, because that is often a topic that isn't talked about. And I think that um, bringing that to light and talking about that that is a reality in a lot of people's lives, especially um, young adults with the mental illnesses they have, um, often encountered that it's important that people can talk about it. Allie, we kind of got into some of Sierra's backstory and her loss, um, but I know that you you know, you've had a particular loss in your own life, and that really helps you identify with um, others at Valerie's House and is helping you to start this program and lead the charge as a young adult who is also experiencing grief. Yeah. So uh, when I was 16, my dad died of a heart attack, and I have, oh my gosh, it's hard for me to count one, two, three, four siblings who are all in the young adult age right now. So we're all from the ages of 18 to 25, and um, we're all grieving the loss of our father. So it's, such an important time in our life where it, there's pivotal moments happening and I can see it in my siblings. And I just thought, you know, to have a group where we all could go instead of going to a sibling who is sometimes biased, but to have an unbiased group of people that are our age and kind of get what we're going through, I thought it was important. And, and I talked to Sierra a little bit about some of the challenges that you're facing at this stage in life. Is there anything particular that, you know, you wish your dad was there for? Yeah, so uh, I think about this all the time, but my dad was an air, condition, air conditioning repairman, and he, um, you know, was always that person that my mom would call and like to fix our stuff, and now being an adult and living on my own, I've had air conditioner problems, and I'm like, oh my gosh, if my dad was only there to come and rescue me and help me with my air conditioner, and I, I think to myself, you know, the things that I've learned from him, I'm so grateful for, and that I could kind of pick up and understand how to fix an air conditioner, but if he was here, I think that's just something as a young adult living on my own, trying to figure things out myself, um, that would be awesome if he was still here to help with things like that. And for, you know, either one of you, Sierra or Allie, um, having these losses have happened, you know, it's been, it's been a little bit since, since the loss. Has, has your grief changed at all over that period of time? Has it evolved in any sort of way? Yeah. Um, for me, and, and Sarah, you can, you know, maybe agree with this after, but for me, being that it was in 2011 that he died, I think as a child, when I was 16 and he died, he was my disciplinary. He was the person that I had to kind of listen to and really respect and obey his rules and his life. 
now I'm creating the rules for my life and I'm doing this all on my own. So I think how my grief has changed is just, I feel like there's an empty person or I wish what I could have had with him is more of a friendship at this age. Um, just to be able to call him for advice or anything like that. As a 16 year old, he told me where to be, what to do and what, you know, and, and now I'm making those decisions on my own. So I think just that has been um, difficult to, to get used to kind of not having that person there. Yeah, and definitely agreeing with that. Um, I think the whole autonomy thing has changed for me a lot. Um, initially, in the beginning, I felt like I had to be the strong person for my uh, my parents and other family members that came. Um, that was just my reaction. You kind of never plan for your reaction. Mm -hmm. But since then, I feel as though I've began to understand just grief as a whole more and that everyone has their good days and their bad days. And my family... Um, my parents and I have a trust within each other now and I don't have to be strong all the time. And I think they understand that as well. Um, I know definitely the loss has made me grow up a lot. I, I don't even consider myself really a kid anymore. Um, because I've encountered the same things that my parents went through, um, at the same time. And he was always kind of the older sibling. I was the baby of the family. Um, and now that like baby of the family isn't, isn't there. So. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think I grew up pretty fast too, um, as a 16 year old and as a young adult. And I definitely agree that since mine happened nine years ago, my grief triggers are kind of few and far between now. So luckily, you know, I've had this time these nine years to kind of, you know, at the beginning, it was tough every, every day, there was something that happened. And now I just kind of think about him in more of a just appreciative way. When I see a dragonfly, I think of him, or when I go to the beach, I think of him, but I don't feel that so heavily anymore, nine years later. Switching gears to the young adult group and what it's going to provide, um, what do you hope to get out of it? Um, I definitely hope to get out of it uh, a feeling of acceptance and reassurance about my feelings, about my experiences um, since the loss. Um, I know we talked a little bit about how like, the challenges in our lives now are and I want to I think it'll be really interesting to talk to other young adults about possible coping mechanisms that they use to kind of get through these moments um I know in May I'm entered I'm about to graduate and I think that talking to someone else who has gone through a large um like a big day in their life without their loved one and how they dealt with that um, I know I just went through my first set of holidays without my brother and just talking to people that have also experienced loss um, just give, gives me ideas, gives, makes me feel like they can do it, I can do it. And I want to also provide that for them. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely agree with all of that. Um, the, also, the cool thing about the young adult group, um, it's not the same structure as our regular groups at Valerie's house, it's a little different. So my goal for the group is to create this um, community between us and get to a young adult's level, whether that's you know on a phone, on a computer, somehow that we all are connected at all times. Um, and also a way for us to get out. So I know that young adults aren't really keen to just sitting in a circle and talking you know, in a support group, but um, at our group, we'll be able to talk about ways that we can get out and, and do things together instead of just sitting in a circle. I think what my goal is to grow through what we go through. And so um, as a group, we can, we can achieve that together. So. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we'll say I'm looking forward to with the young adult group is it's not looked at as like a therapy. I'm not going to dread going. I, I feel like ever since my loss, I have trouble getting excited for things. But I know, especially by the way, Ali has explained things and just some of the awesome young adults that she's talked about already, that it's something that I'm going to look forward to. It's something that I'm going to want to go to and um, happy, like leave happy, leave smiling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. The one thing to look forward to on a Monday. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Allie, can you just talk a little bit about when, when the group is? Yeah. So the group will be on the first Monday of every month. Uh, I have a window from 6 to 8 p.m. that we can do the group. It could go later. It could be earlier. Um, but it's the first Monday of every month. And depending on what we plan uh, at our next meeting, you know, there'll be plans for if we're going to meet somewhere else or if we're going to meet at Valerie's house. So it's always going to be fun to figure that out as a group. Um, I don't want to be the one making the decisions. I really want us together to decide when it's where and it's going to be. Yeah, you'll sign up on our website. It'll let me know that you've signed up and then I'll add you to our text list, our email list, um, and all of that. So. Okay, perfect. Anything else you guys want to add? I do have one more thing. So there is this app called AMF, which stands for Actively Moving Forward, and it's an app specifically made for young adults, and um, we have access to it for free uh, as Valerie's House Young Adults. So um, going forward, it's a way to connect with other young adults, not just in our area, but across the country. And like I said earlier, um, young adults communicate that way. They want to be on there 24-7. They want to communicate like that. So it's a really awesome experience to um, be able to connect to others around the country and see what other centers are doing, what other young adult groups are doing. Well, I'm really looking forward to, you know, learning more about your group and, and seeing it evolve and um, seeing you around more, Sierra. So mm -hmm. thank you guys. Thank you. You're listening to the Grieve, Love, Heal podcast produced by Valerie's House. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram so you can be notified when we post a new podcast. If you know of a child who's grieving and in need of support, visit our referral page on our website, www.valeriesouse.org.